Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Deborah for Copy Love, Love is Here Ministry. And this is the introduction to the webcams, to all the videos. And I wanted to introduce you to me before you got started. And I wanted to talk to you a little bit about what the webcam series is are going to be about. I wanted to let you know that the first series uh, is going to be a rediscovery series. And as we travel through and we learn and grow, there'll be more and more series of rediscovery. I want to let you know that I'm in a pattern. I have been highly trained and educated, and I am coming to you as a partner and ally of the most highest and mightiest general there ever is, Agape Love. I like to use the analogy that in World War II, in order to set millions and millions and millions of people free, an entire continent, nations, and resources, and the next generations and the next generations, it took allies and partners from many, many nations, highly trained in many different areas, all coming together for one purpose, to set people free. Free people cannot stand the thought of other human humans and humanity being in bondage and slavery and can't get free. So I serve under a general, Agape Love, Love is Here. Agape Love is the most powerful general there ever is. It will take you beyond all borders, through every nation. It doesn't need any papers. It travels in a world that most people don't understand nor see. I am sort of a resistance fighter, an underground fighter. But I'm also out in the open, a teacher. And these videos on webcam are going to be teaching lessons. There will be many different series that will come along to help you. And I hope that you enjoy them and that you get to know me and you get to know yourself and you get to know others. So enjoy the webcam videos. Some of them have different lengths, but the main goal of each one is to bring hope and encouragement to you the person that you have not yet met, the person that has been hidden from most of yourself, but not from others, and to help you discover that there is more to you than you know. And because I am a trained fighter, and I work very closely with Agape Love, we're going to be doing some, setting some things free. If you've ever watched any of the World War II stories and how Europe was invaded, some of the countries invited the people in. Some people welcomed. Other people did not have a choice. And yet they all ended up in the same place, bondage, to something that was more powerful more vicious and tormenting and vexing. So here we are. Since humanity began, we have had problems in our hearts and our minds, feelings and our emotions. And boy, we have tried to figure it out. 
And there's a good article, uh, a video that you can watch called Equal Partners. Because a lot of us don't understand what is going on with us. Why do all the problems that we all want to solve and live in peace and harmony and have a wonderful life, why can we not solve them? There are so many smart and intelligent people all over the world in every nation going to school, learning, trying everything they know how to help humanity. Their hearts are so wonderful that they love and they don't like to see anybody hurting and vexed and tormented. And they're trying with every ounce of knowledge they have to figure it out. And there's resistance fighters such as me that we know you have to have something stronger than what we know. Throughout history, most of humanity believed in a connection to a higher power. And that higher power was a loving higher power. And it wanted to help us. And it wanted to touch us and caress us and be a part of our lives. Well, somehow, things got messed up. And we no longer really invite a higher power into our lives to help us. And we have turned mainly to other ways, which is working some. We are getting some results. But this enemy that's unseen that continues through thousands and thousands of generations. doesn't seem to end. The war is never solved. There's little breaks every now and then, but it goes on. Everybody's asking the question, how do I stop it? How do we end this unseen war that attacks us, that attacks our children and our loved ones? How can we have peace? How can we get along with each other? And yet there's no answers. Humanity seems to be trapped in bondage and slavery to unseen enemies that it cannot see or hear, doesn't believe in. So it has no answers. And we all put along trying to figure it out. We're trying so hard. Every nation is trying. Every educated person, every mama, every father, everybody. We even got dogs and animals trying to help us and love us and support us. All of our spiritual leaders are trying to help us. We're all trying to be free. And we're trying to get somewhere, but we don't know where. And we don't know how to get there. So I'm here through these videos to help you. I am a special person. As I said, I'm a resistance fighter. I go undercover. I travel in that unseen world, unseen realm. I also travel in the natural realm. And I live in a home. And I do a lot of other things. But I am a soldier in a war as an ally, desiring that many others come along with a God to help set people free in every nation, from an unseen invader that has set up, entrenched itself, embedded, entombed itself in our lives, whether it's in our spirit, our soul, or our physical body. And it rules us and reigns us and torments us into deep slavery and bondage. And we don't know how to get free. So hopefully 
these webcams will begin to give you hope that there is freedom and to rediscover ways that have been long forgotten so that we can come together as allies and partners in a world war that crosses every nation, every boundary, and we can defeat this enemy that has tormented humanity since its beginning. And we will learn how to fight back, how to resist. We'll know it when it shows up, and we know what its goals are. So enjoy all the webcams. I hope to get better at this. This is kind of new to me. I'll still keep making the videos, and if you want to email me or contact me, you are welcome to. My email address is Pastor Deborah, D-E-B-O-R-A-H, at agapeloveishere.org. You may link to me on LinkedIn at Pastor Deborah, Love is Here. There are some videos on there. Also, you may, I'm on Twitter under Pastor Deborah. Love is here. I also have a YouTube channel called Hidden Kingdoms. There's a lot of videos there. I'm all also on four different podcast platforms. I think it's iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Intune. So if you have an Alexa or something, you can ask for Pastor Deborah. There are some uh, audios you can listen to. And also, I have the website www.agapeloveishere.org I'm already currently in partnership with people in Nepal and Kenya, Philippines, and here in America. And if you wish to call me on the phone, text me. Now, I do not have a smartphone, so I'm not up there yet. Uh, at 1-850-501-5040. That is Central Time in the United States of America, Pensacola, Florida, which happens to be about three hours east of New Orleans. Beautiful beaches, kind of hot right now. But been here a long time, and I am learning how to do this webcam stuff. So hopefully I'll get better, and I will be able to teach better for you. So enjoy each video and please feel free to email me with questions I'll get back to you we got a war to win and people to set free you are invited to become an ally a highly trained soldier and a partner with the mightiest general there ever is agape love and help set people free love always and forever Pastor Deborah Hello, this is Pastor Deborah. Welcome again to the lovely spiritual teaching of Agape Love, Love is Here. Today, as always, we are in the Garden of Eden. We are taken into a spiritual place where the living creatures are with us to hear about some wonderful yet ancient and long-forgotten truths. We need these truths from ancient days so that our spirit and our mind of our soul can be renewed. Now, that doesn't mean we need a new mind. 
or new ideas or new thoughts. What we need down here on earth is our original concepts and ideas and our original ideas and sort of like our original mind and heart that we were given early early in the humanity's beginning before he got messed up got kicked out of this beautiful place fell from his place of righteousness as a ruling power and he became just the tail following around of the soul then the soul learned new things from the earth from the world of the lust of the flesh the lust of the eyes and the pride of life so all the old ancient original concepts ideas thoughts systems were lost so this today I'm going to teach you again because this takes a long time to get in for you to make changes deep on the inside of you and in relation to other people and in relation to the world today's webcam teaching is entitled why a kingdom a lot of times we know something might be around us but we have no idea why it is here where did it come from who designed it who gave it a name what is its purpose and if we don't have those answers to those questions we will misuse it we will abuse it we won't know how to relate to it we won't know its purpose in our life so today in this teaching of agape love love is here with me pastor Deborah Deborah in the shepherd and the teacher of these series we are going to be talking about a word called kingdom now this is real important because right now in many places and nations on planet Earth there are kingdoms and they are designed and they are run as a kingdom and in other countries there are other governing systems well how do we know which system is correct where did the word kingdom how did that come to planet Earth? Why do some nations govern by a kingdom system? Why now are most governments and nations not run on a kingdom's system? What happened? Was this a normal governmental system of organization in man's human civilization history of living in and having a king and a kingdom as your governing system those are some of the questions we're going to have to ask ourselves look back into ancient civilizations and see today I want to talk about several questions one who decided well, who made up this idea? Who 
came up with this thought to have a kingdom? Why a kingdom? That's the next question. What was this person or thing or this designer? Why did he choose that system of government? Both for to rule the planet Earth and to be the governing system with inside of a person in his mind and his heart and between other people. Number three, where is this from? We have to answer that question about where is this idea, this concept, where did it come from? How did our ancient ancestors, who maybe couldn't even read books, come up with this idea that a kingdom was to be their form of rulership over their little nation or their group of people or their tribe? Where'd they get it from? Who helped them? Was this idea created by man himself? Was it a creation of somebody else? Was it given to man? Those are all questions we need to ask. So as we go forward in our teaching, we have good foundations. The next question to ask ourselves is number three. Where is it from? Who gave us this structure, this title, kingdom? Where is it from? How do we get it? If you go back into ancient civilization, kingdoms were the title that every nation and tribe used. Where did it come from? How they get it? How did it spread? Number four, what is it? What is a kingdom? Does anybody know? Does anybody have the right concept, the right framework that we can look at today? What is its purpose for us? Sometimes we have to go back into ancient times and study our ancestors, how they ruled the country. Sorry about that. Got a bug in the house. I have to get him out later. How and if there's any little glitches on this webcam, you probably walked in front of the camera. So, today's topic is we're going to talk about these questions, try to get a little bit more information. Wilbur, Wilbur, uh, go help those young ones over there. They're just coming in the gate now. Okay, go get them. Have them sit down with the living creatures. Sorry about that. Some late comers were coming into the garden, and 
they were coming in through the garden. They didn't know where to go. So Wilbur is the faithful chicken. I have a picture of him. He's a white chicken. Uh, he doesn't have anything to do with voodoo. But uh, he is a very faithful and loving chicken that his heart and his nature was used for all the chickens down here. Because every animal, every plant that you see in the natural world has a replica, or rather the original of it, in the garden. And they stay, and that is where these prints, sort of call them Xerox copies, that we see, are here in the world. So all the white chickens that we have on planet Earth came from the original copy called Wilbur. They, the original copies were always filled with love for humanity, full of life, and uh, they were here to help us, and we were to have a loving relationship with them. And you will see this a lot if you do follow a lot of posts on social media where people are posting animals and humans, where animals are loving humans, hugging them, rescuing them, being buddies with them. There's some kind of connection that humans and animals have. And so that is not anything abnormal. Here in the garden, it's a very loving place. Love is everywhere. Even the flowers got it. Even they're singing about it. And there's dancing and rejoicing. Why? Because these hearts of these creatures were originally filled with the kingdom of agape love. So, now back to the teaching. Everybody down, Wilbur? Okay, great. Now, let's take that word again, kingdom. K-I-N-G-D-O-M. It's made up of two words, king and then dom, D-O-M. The word king is a word that means ruler, rulership, sovereign power, authority, leader, shepherd. It also means um, government. It means the law. What a king is, is somebody who sits up high. He can be anywhere, and wherever he goes is his throne. And whatever words that come out of his mouth, they become law. And everything in the king's domain, dome means territory, land, nation, under its sphere of influence, the words of the king are law. And if he writes a letter, if he writes a royal commandment to anybody in the kingdom, that is law. And everyone must obey. So sometimes kings don't talk very much. They, they just listen a lot, but they don't talk. Because if they speak, then their words that come out automatically by the designer become law. So the dome is the territory, the land, the place, the people, the resources. That thus words of the king that are now law are to dominate, rule, influence, govern. 
and that territory is to also be submitted to, be gracious to, be honored to, and it is to be protected by this king. So a kingdom is two words, as we said. It tells us that there is somebody who is the ruler. We use different names for it nowadays, presidents, prime ministers, congressmen, senators, mayors. Uh, what else would you think? Um, what? Boss, yeah, we use the word boss. Uh, what else do we use? Anybody have one? Head, oh yeah, we use head. There's many different words that mean king. But only the word king means when I speak, what comes out of my mouth, it is law for everybody. And dome, the domain, the area, the land, that that law, those words of the king, are over and influence and have a legal right to rule and reign over. That is the domain of the words. So when we say a kingdom, we're talking about a territory, a land, an area, places, people, resources, that a king and his word and his law rule over, have authority over, but at the same time having rulership over a domain. The king is supposed to be very special. I've told some people on my royal partner page, which I do have some partners of the kingdoms of the world, that a king was a very special person. He was to be a shepherd and a protector of his nation. He was to protect the orphans and the widows. He was not to misuse his resources. He was not to make bad and unrighteous decisions. He was to always be available. The best example I use to them is if you were a shepherd, a son of somebody, we have some examples from ancient history about shepherds, and you were a little guy, and you were sort of the, the guy that got stuck with the sheep. And you went out in the fields with them at nighttime. You lived with the sheep. You cared for them. You made sure they got to clean water and fresh grass. And if anything in the middle of the night or the day came to steal away the sheep or the lambs, like a lion or a tiger or a bear, you, the shepherd, would get your slingshot and your rod and your staff, and you go beat the tar out of that thing. And if you had to go and open the mouth of it and take the baby lamb out, then that's what you did. If a sheep wandered off, fell down a cliff, you'd use your staff with the hook on the end of it to grab that little sheep and bring him back up. You were a defender. You were a protector. Those sheep were not yours. They were your father's. And your responsibility was to guard them and protect them and take them to good places and make sure they were safe so they could be well for the person 
who owned it. That is a typical pattern of what a king in a nation is supposed to do. The king is given great power and authority by whoever owned the land, owned the sheep, to guard and protect the sheep, the nation, the people, the resources for somebody else. And along with that, they were to be studying, contemplating, communicating with something out there in the wilderness. Be always on guard against bad things coming in that would disrupt the sheep. They were to be mighty warriors. They went to battle. And it was required of this king. This is what I tell them on the royal page, which I do happen to have one partner already, a young man, a wonderful crown prince of Dubai, and some others have been invited, and I think they're thinking about it. They were to go to war. They were to lay down their life and fight. They had to be on the front lines. This was required of the kings of the ancient days. They had to be mighty warriors, willing to lay down their lives to protect the people, the nation. They were to be tough against all enemies that wanted to come in and take over. They weren't to live a life of luxury. A lot of them lived with the soldiers out in the field. They didn't go home to the palaces. There was one guy, we've all heard his story. Oh, David, he was a mighty guy. He's a great guy to look at. Even Muhammad was a great warrior. Now, they, we weren't, aren't supposed to go around killing people now. That's not how it's, it was intended to be. But anything that threatened the domain, the territory, the influence of the king, it had to be pushed back. So now we got mental illness, substance abuse, sex trafficking, human trafficking, child abuse, child pornography. We got unrighteous people and judges and lawyers. And they aren't doing right by humanity. Where are our kings? Where are our warriors who are pushing back against that? Now it's not a physical battle anymore like it used to be. It's a different kind of battle. But old David, he got in a mess of trouble. When his soldiers were out at war fighting to keep the peace within and keep enemies at bay, David was at home in the kingdom, in the palace. It's hot. So he goes out on his porch and he looks over and there's a naked lady taking a bath. It's hot. He was not supposed to be there. And because at that time they had not gotten the copy love back in his heart and the light to look at humans without seeing the physical body, all he saw was lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. And he looked and he liked what he saw. But he wasn't supposed to be there. He was supposed to be out in the field of battle with his men. So he was out of place as a king. He was not to be there. He was bored. While his nation was fighting the enemy, the king's taking it easy. And when you take it easy and you're not doing what you're supposed to do, you're going to get in trouble. 
You're going to see things you shouldn't be looking at. And boy, did that cause trouble in Israel. We had a mess. David ended up having out-of-marriage sex with this lady. She got pregnant. The baby dies. And then David, to cover his butt and his issues, whatever you want to call them, he had this lady's husband killed on the field of battle by enemy, by friendly fire. All because he was not with his soldiers where he was supposed to be. He was back at the palace doing what? Nothing. He wasn't in his purpose. He was bored. Life had gotten too easy for him. He had forgotten he was a soldier. He's an older man now. He's already married. got plenty of wives. But they don't satisfy him. They get old. They have children. They put on weight. No. That hidden man wants to touch and feel young women. So, because he was out of place as a king, he caused a whole bunch of people to die. He was unrighteous. He fell way, way down. It was not nice. It's, it's a wonderful story. When you are a king, a ruler, and a leader, you have a job to do. Your job is not to stay at home and have pleasures. You're a soldier. You're a protector and a provider. Those who are defenseless and cannot fight. Orphans. You got a lot of them around here. What are you kings doing to help them? Are you buying a boat? So you can go and have fun and be with the Bathshebas? Or are you helping the orphans on this planet? Are you a king that has everything you want, could ever imagine, and more? And you got all these wonderful, wonderful things that you do? Well, what about the widows? Are you building schools in other nations to help people to read and write? Are you building children's hospitals? Are you building other kind of hospitals, universities, schools? What are you doing? Are you playing like David was, bored with being a king? These are questions you have to ask yourself if you're put in as a king. Every family has one, usually the father. Sometimes the mother has to step up into that position. Governments, leaders, are you taking care of your people? We got people right here in America. They're trying to take care of everybody, but not the people that voted them in. They won't even go home and have block cleanup parties themselves. Because they have think that's too beneath them. They're not a warrior and a soldier. Anymore. They fought their battles. We have a mess. So the kingdom is messed up. The domain, the territory, the people. So when I look at these leaders, whatever you want to call them, I either see righteousness, goodness. I either see them taking care of from their resource, their personal resources, out of their own personal finances, out of their own social security check. 
not from a government, not from a donor, but out of their own money. Are they caring for the people? They cannot care for themselves. The orphans who lost somebody. The homeless, we got them everywhere. Where are the shelters? The people that are billionaires and trillionaires could be built. Where is that? Does that bring glory and honor to a leader of any level of government system to have that in their territory, in their sphere of influence? No, it does not. So, who decided that they were going to create, conceive the word kingdom and everything that went with it? If you study ancient history, I just did some. I listened to some ancient Mesopotamian way, way back in the B.C. age the early cuneiform language. Excellent. Can't read it, but some people have learned to. Strange language to me, but I, I listen. And then I read about it. They said back then some things, angels, people, spirits, gods, it's usually gods, came down and gave them that term gave them information gave them knowledge of how to govern themselves how to govern the territory the land what to call it and they even talk about there was a kingdom from heaven everybody knew about heaven it wasn't called anything else it was called heaven that that kingdom from heaven came down with these, some people call them watchers or teachers, uh, angels, supernatural beings, aliens. Yes, they did come down. And they were tasked with giving humanity information. Because originally, when Adam was created in the garden, he had the governor on the inside that was to give his spirit and his soul all that information how to rule and reign down here, and to help him set it up. But when he decided to eat of the apple, follow his wife, who was flesh and bone, on the suggestion of this snake thing that was a creature called Satan, hidden away in it, that governor had to leave the inside of the heart of this creature named Adam, because Adam had now rebelled against the kingdom and was a traitor and this holy governor could not stay in that territory he had to leave so now humanity which happened to all be inside of this one creature called Adam had no knowledge so in the loving heart of their creator he did send down creatures you might what us angels to help teach us, to help form us, and give us knowledge from the outside. So even way back in Mesopotamia, back in the Fertile Crescent, the word kingdom came up. Kings came up. 
high priests came up. Gods came up. And back then they were taught that the king, who by divine connection, was a divine person. And he was to be submitted to, worshipping, and humble with these gods, or God. And he was picked by this divinity to be this ruler. Now, he also had a high priest with him that was in deep connection to this God. And the only way this king could stay as king was if he had a good relationship with this God. He did right by his people. He was a righteous and just king. He could stay. If not, he was taken out. That's just the rules. So what happened was, even back before there was any kind of government that we know it on the planet, a kingdom and a king came to it. From where? From heaven. From some creature that was up there. So who decided? Somebody else. Some god somewhere decided this was going to be the government, the system of governing this planet, of governing people, of helping people who needed help, orphans, widows, the poor. And this king was put there by that God to do just that so that these people would know about a loving God and that he protected them and provided for them. And the king was just the middleman to help them. And the God would give the king riches and glory. And the king was expected <coughs> to use that to help the widows whose husband died in battle or sickness. The children who lost their parents in diseases care for the animals in the country and to be a warrior soldier if anybody tried to come in and attack and overrun the area that they were given the king had to go to war so the kingdom idea came from the kingdom of heaven and whoever was up there this God decided this is going to be the system I am going to teach through my angels, watchers, whatever you want to call them, mankind at this time, because they did not have the governor of how to organize themselves, what their purpose is. They were to live in a kingdom. They were to have a king. So it was an off-planet alien. You can call him whatever you want to call him, but that guy, was not down here decided that will be the system that will be used to rule the nations the government and take care of the people down here why was a kingdom needed because the who said that's how it's going to be the why is he knew everybody even himself I tell this a lot when I'm teaching uh, the story time in the garden about the one who was full of everything, full of life. He lived in a closet, so to speak, all by himself. He wanted to love 
things, but he had nothing to love because there was nothing created. He wanted to show off his glory, but there's nothing to show it off to. Everything was inside of him. So as he is deciding to create life, creation, planets, stars, whatever, he had to go, well, we're all going to need some laws and we're going to need some government. So I've always been a king, and I've always had this government inside of me. That is what we will use to govern all of life, every creation, every atom and nucleate. We will have a government over all the laws of nature, all the laws of the unseen. We will have laws, a government system. And that government system was called a kingdom, the king's domain. It ruled by law. Everything has to have law, government, rules. In order for it to function, even our air we breathe, the chemicals that make it up, the water, uh, trees, the sun, the stars, everything has a governing system, a form of government over it. And where did that all come from? came from the who that decided that that is how it was going to be. So within himself, he became a king, and his word, his thoughts, his ideas became law. Not only to himself, because he even put his word above himself, so he even submitted himself to his own word. So he placed his word, his thoughts, his ideas, his government that was created by himself above him. The laws of agape love superseded him. And he would submit himself to that. Because he had to put something even over himself. So out of the one, the who. If you read the stories, you'll get a good picture of the one. He decided to build a kingdom. Why did he decide to do that? He knew not only on the inside of a person, an angel, himself, inside of every living thing, all the wilbers, all the trees, the singing, music, everything, light, air, gravity, time, everything had to have law, had to be governed. For the systems to work faithfully even when he was not around or he sort of went to sleep but he doesn't sleep he put into place we all kind of see it our heart beats we don't know why but it keeps on beating there's a law that governs that there's a law that governs that we have to go to the bathroom we need to eat. We need to sleep. There's a law that governs the sun. Circling. The sun doesn't circle the earth. The earth turns. There's a law that governs that. There's a law that governs everything. Every atom. Every neutron. Every subparticle. Everything is governed. Has laws. It's all under a kingdom. They came from the who? The one. So when you have laws and government, things 
operate smoothly. And if anything steps out of line, now you got rebellion. And it causes great consequences, death, and it's not nice. So, the Y kingdom, it provided the structure for both inside of a human, an angel, a god, to govern this system. All the thoughts and feelings and appetites and desires, wishes and purposes inside of himself that he would need it to submit to the kingdom that was given it. And then the earthly realm needed laws. So the kingdom was for an inside a human, inside angels, a personal inside governing system. And then there were laws between another human and another human. It was called agape love. We've all heard it in several ways. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. That's law. It's called the royal law. Here's the word, royal. Because when you get a king, you're in royalty and majesty. So there is a royal law we're to follow between other human beings. Love your neighbor. Love God. Those are laws. Three, where is it from? What is this heaven that the ancient Mesopotamian people talked about? Where did these gods come from? When they looked up, they saw clouds and stars, maybe the moon, but was that where it was from? They didn't have any knowledge of a lot of stuff. They didn't have microscopes. They could look at things, didn't have books, barely writing. But where is it from? It seemed to have contact with them, even when they couldn't read and write. Some kind of angels were coming down here. A lot of them call them watchers or teachers. And they believed they were getting knowledge, and they were. Because man needed help. He lost the governor and all knowledge of that world. It was not in connection to it anymore. Because when old Adam decided to follow his woman and eat the apple, he lost it. So God, this God who designed them, said, I'm going to help you. I'm going to send some send some of my servants, my angels down there to bring you some knowledge. Because you're going to need some help down here. Don't know anything. It'd be sort of like if you were a baby and you lost your parents. Well, somebody else is going to step in sort of as foster parents and they will raise you up. And they will teach you what you need to know. So these angels were sort of like foster governors. They would bring as the human mind was developing. And as we know in a baby, you can't bring physics and aeronautics and things about airplanes to a two-month-old. He don't even know he got a belly button yet. He ain't even got control of his bladder. And going to the bathroom can't even feed himself. So these foster helpers, governors, had to come throughout many, many years and bring knowledge. And they brought knowledge from the who? 
about the kingdom, about the powers and abilities that was up there, that they were, that this who was a god, and he was the creator, lots of creator stories. They believed in this God that created everything. They believed in a relationship with this God. They believed that the government down here within a person and around was a kingdom. They got proof on stone clay tablets. Now they got some weird names for them because they spoke a different language, but it was still the same thing. God being from heaven created the kingdom that came from heaven and he's teaching us about it and we're to be in connection with it that is where it came from number four what is it if we look at the kingdoms and the nations today is that what this kingdom from heaven looks like that the ancient foster governors taught us? Is that why a lot of nations still have some remnant of a kingdom and kings? Are they correct in their governing system? Yes. Have they gotten it out of whack and in unrighteousness? Yes. Are they good kings? No. Do they teach? Do they help the orphans and the widows like they're supposed to? No. Do they go into war and battle against the enemies to protect the orphans? No. They're out there like David. And I'm tired of going to war. I'm going to go get on my boat, get on my yacht. I'm going to go and travel and watch the horse races. I'm going to go over here and hobnob with other people. I'm going to have jewels and this, and I'm going to have everything, and I'm going to live the life of Riley. That's not what a king's supposed to do. A king is a protector. That is not his resources. He was given that to share and give to the people. And he was to have a very close communication with this God who gave him this privilege. And he could be taken down. It wasn't to be passed on to family members. It was whoever this God chose who had a righteous relationship with him who would do right by the people, the sheep of his pasture. They were his sheep. They were his land. The oil that you guys dig up out of the earth, that is not yours. You didn't even create the dinosaurs that gave it to us. A righteous king of the kingdom of heaven has authority over that. You didn't create the dirt. You didn't create the water. Nothing. You are a manager of somebody else's property. The guy, the one, the king who made it. That's all. And you're to do right by that for his people that you have been given to Shepherd, protect, and provide for. And so you're either a righteous king of the kingdom of heaven and under this one, or you're not. And you will, there'll be somebody that'll come along 
that you won't suspect that this king of that heaven puts over you. And he'll straighten things out, or she, because you're not doing right. Everybody has the chance. You're given a family, given a job. Go do right. Be a king. Manage it. Help the people. When you don't do it, you lose it. You're given an earthly body suit over your spirit. Treat it right. Eat right. Exercise. When you don't, bad things happen. So, what is it? It's a governing system of laws. Some people say blessings and consequences. Yes, when you break the law down here, there are consequences. You cannot change the law of gravity. You can bring in another law, another law, like through an airplane. But the law of gravity is still there. And if that engine goes down on that airplane, the airplane, the law of gravity takes over and you're down. You're not going to change the law of the sun. You're not going to change the molecules and how atoms and neutrons and protons all work together. You're not going to do that. Set in stone. So why a kingdom? Because the one who even our ancient ancestors believed was a god. He brought it down. It was his design. It was his kingdom. And we needed a lot of help by a lot of angels to learn how to do that. We still do. We don't know. We got governments that have rebelled against empires and kingdoms. Why? Because those rulers were unrighteous, icky people. Selfish and jealous and corrupt. And the people go, this isn't what we're supposed to have. We know we're supposed to have righteous leaders, righteous kings. If King George back in England had been right, and if he had allowed certain things, there would have been no American Revolution. We would have been a colony of England. But because the leaders, they didn't do right. Caused the people to say, we don't want to be under you. It's not right. You're not caring for us. There's something inside of humanity that says, I want government over me. And I want those who are the ones who apply it to be righteous, not corrupt, not doing bad things, not living a life separate and different from me. But that doesn't happen. So the people get upset. And we see it all over the world today. Riots. They will try to kick you out of office. And then the king who's doing bad things has to use his military. We see that down in Venezuela. You get the military and they go fight the king's battle. Why doesn't the king leave? Because he wants the power and all the goodies that go with it. So he'll use his soldiers and his armies against the people he's to be protecting. He'll take all the resources and the money for himself and his friends and starve the nation. 
and abuse the kids and let bad things happen. And then when the people rise up, he uses their own people, the military, to attack them. That's not how it's supposed to be. But why won't these people go? Well, sometimes they do. Sometimes other people, with more power than they got, just snap a finger and bring down an angel and take care of business for the one who this earth and this people belong to will just come right on in. And that does happen. not going to say anything more about that because you wouldn't believe some of the things I have to do and the places I have to go and the people I have to deal with. I see a lot more than everybody knows. I see exactly what the one sees. And if I need information, I ask him. Because he can see in the dark. He, can know, he hears every thought. He created everything. This is his earth, his planet, his people, his sheep. Now, he won't hesitate. He, put the, he tells us. I put you in and I'll take you out. That's the way it's been. So, why a kingdom? Because that's the one decided that's what we're going to have. The one that's in heaven. The God that everybody in ancient civilization believed created everything. Now, as time went on, this one God became many gods. And some of the stories changed and how creation happened. But everybody's got a story of the flood. Everybody knows people got off. People got so unrighteous. The animals did bad to everything. And the flood came and cleansed and killed people. Because let me tell you again, the earth has power. And when there is too much evil, too much bloodshed, too many babies killed, too much abuse, too many bad things going on, it was given power to rise up against you, to get your attention. Maybe you need to change your ways and stop what you're doing. It has that kind of power. Death is here on planet Earth. It was brought in by this Adam, and it has rights. And we are subject to that. And this guy that created the kingdom, he's in the business. He loves us. He's trying to help us, trying to get us back into the place where this planet and all of the creatures and people would be a shining out light to other planets. Are there other planets like in Star Trek? You betcha. You think this is the only planet even in this solar system that has life on it? Do you know how many solar systems are out there that the scientists can't even see that are billions and billions and billions of light years away? You think this is it? Star Trek knew better. They knew there were other planets. They went on those missions and they discovered life forms that, oh my gosh, you wouldn't believe. And they brought them all together under the Federation. You think about some of this stuff. These people that are making these movies, they know they're given dreams. They're given these imaginations. Why? Because it's real. 
So if you can't get it together down here and do righteous and be the king that you're called to be under the kingdom from heaven, under the one who designed it, you will never be allowed to go and travel to other lands, other nations, other solar systems, and help rule and reign those creatures. And yes, they are creatures. So today's lesson is why was a kingdom required and necessary as a form of government both inside of a human for its spirit, soul, and body and for the relationship on planet Earth to the creatures, to other humans. We learned that a God in heaven, this is, we were told this in ancient civilization, decided. He brought it down through the watchers, through the angels, and he decided that people and life itself needed a kingdom, laws, and government to run it. Where is it from? Heaven. What is that? Off planet. Extraterrestrial. Unseen parallel world. The spirit world. Astral world. That thing that a lot of people are in. The psychics are in it. The psychic roamers are in it. The witches are in it. The satanists are in it. Everybody moves out of their body. Don't you dare kid me. I see everybody out there. Everybody's moving in that realm. They may not understand it. They're all moving in it. That's where the, we'll call them the demons. The evil spirits. They're there in that realm. We're all the angels. We're the God. Of this heaven. Some people say hell. That one. Okay. Paradise. Okay. That is the realm all of that is in. And that is where the kingdom came from. Because spirit creates the seen world, the dirt. What is it? It's a governing system for everything. It has a king, it has standards, it has a ruler, and it has laws, it has justice, it has consequences. The whole system, we'll get into all the different aspects of the kingdom because there's judges and there's libraries. And there's courtrooms, and there's sicknesses and diseases, good things and bad things. And uh, there's laws, and there's consequences. And this kingdom, it came from heaven. It is an eternal, forever kingdom for our forever person, for all life. So I hope you enjoy that. That's another deep level of teaching. Please, if you'd like to contact me with any questions or comments, uh, you can email me at Pastor Deborah, D-E-B-O-R-A-H, at agapeloveishere.org. I'm on LinkedIn under the profile of Pastor Deborah Schleich. Uh, Agape Love, Love is Here Ministry has a LinkedIn profile you can look at. A lot of videos on both. I have a YouTube channel called The Hidden Kingdoms. Lots of videos. This one will be going up as quick as I can get it ready. I have a full website called www.agapelove, A-G-A-P-E, loveishere.org. I just added a section about resources. A, a wonderful group of people here have free resources. Uh, Bible study you can take online and download. 
I have the Royal Partner section of the Partners. I am also working on, <coughs> excuse me, uh, a new section. I can't even remember what it is. Goodness, I got so many going on. Um, the university, the King's University of Spiritual Care. Hopefully, I'll, today I'll get up the mission statements. And that's going to be an interesting section because you don't have to register. And I won't give you any test. Your tests are going to be, you're going to watch the video. And you're going to go out there in the world. You'll take your tests and trials out there. You either pass or fail. And then you come back and study some more. That's how I did it. I didn't have any tests. Didn't have any book tests. Didn't have to answer any questions. Did I fail a lot? Mm -hmm. Sure did. Did I miss it? Yep. I had to go back and read the book again. I had to go back and watch the video again. I had to go back and listen to something. Because I didn't get it. Because you will be tested. But it will be out there in the world. And you either pass or fail. So it's a great university. It's coming up. We'll get into other things. Oh, let's see what else. Um, got some another radio, international radio show coming up for NASCO. In September, I have a radio show with Felicia Claiborne. And then um, getting my second part of my three-part series called Healing the Dreams of the Broken Heart about the Yellow Brick Road and the Wizard of Oz for Rachel Grant. Hopefully next week or next video I'll be able to tell you that I am now a member of the Mental Health Radio Network that's on LinkedIn as a podcaster. And hopefully I'm going to be joining some other international groups on human trafficking and sex trafficking. have many, many more royal uh, partners come in. Not that I want their money. I don't. Uh, and my job is to help them become righteous kings within their own right. I'm not here to tell them what to do with their money. I've been asked to do a lot with their money. But there has to be a lot of rules and guidelines set up. And Because um, money is a powerful tool that the enemy can use. But my job is to help the royals learn who they are and how to be what they're supposed to be. And a lot of them aren't doing that very well. And they need a lot of help. And so that's why I do that too. And uh, so enjoy this teaching on why a kingdom was necessary. And go and do your own research. Uh, if you type in ancient history of religion of Mesopotamia, you'll be back in the B.C. area, back when they're barely writing. And you'll learn about the kingdom of heaven, angels and watchers and kingdoms. You'll learn. We knew all about it back then. What has happened, as I said, is the kings who were here became unrighteous. They did bad things. And the people rose up again and said, we don't want that kind of government anymore. You're not the kind of righteous king my spirit knows I'm supposed to have. So they rebel. They break away, just like America did. And they fall away from that. And they don't want that anymore. Well, then the government they get here in democracy in the United States, it's horrible. It's just as bad. The people are just like the ancient kings that were really bad. And it isn't any better. Man, the kingdom was coming after them. 
as well. Because you either do right and you do it righteously or something is going to come and deal with you. That's just the way it is. Because the king who decided this for the people down here that he loves in this earth, he will not put up with it very long. And he's sent a few people already. He'll send some nature things and he'll deal with some trying to get people's attention. And when that doesn't happen, he'll personally step in and he will personally send in one he trusts, a righteous king to deal with the situation. You've seen that in movies. Got a mess, and the government sends in the cleaner uppers to straighten it out. And we're tough. Yes, I said we are tough. We don't tolerate much. Because people should know better. But they don't, and they don't want to give up what they're doing, and they consequences it's in every system every family yeah I love some of the stuff that's out there some of the rules of the, the mafia wonderful some of the rules of the family the band of brothers of motorcycle excellent because they know you can't have people not doing right because the glory of that system whatever it is well, that family is very important. And when somebody acts up, now it can get bad because if you have a bad system, you want everybody to stay bad. But there are rules. The kingdom has provided the system. And there is righteous kings and unrighteous kings. So, enjoy. Hope you enjoyed the teaching. I don't know what it looks like yet till I look at the thing, but Come back again. Uh, you are free to be dismissed from the garden. And you are free to walk around, visit with the flowers and the trees and the animals. What? Is he here? Yes, he's here. Where? Uh, he's over there in the distance. If you look at that light, you will see him. The one that did the kingdom. Yes, it's he's over there. His son is teaching some more. A lot of teaching goes on in the garden. Even the animals teach. Because they have something to say to us. So uh, humans need a lot of teaching. And then sometimes there's some really strange creatures that come that are from, we'll call them off planet. They're even from other places that look kind of weird. Star Trek shows us that. And um, they come. Because we're eventually going to venture out. And we're going to discover other life forms. So we better get ourselves together. So we can help other planets, how many planets and solar systems. and We're out there. We've got a long way to go. You know, our forever person is never going to die. And you're either going to live on a new earth and a new place forever with rules and kings and a kingdom. We might as well get used to it now. Get used to the terminology. That's what I did. And you start learning about it, how you're to live in it and relate to it. Makes life a lot easier. So enjoy. Have a great day and I'll see you later. I'm going to leave the board up just for a few minutes while I do some things. So you can just look and maybe take notes and ponder. Bless you and see you next time.